daylight, start a blank and those handcuffs click. You know who to call and you better call quick. Saul, Saul, you better call Saul. He'll fight for your rights when your back's to the wall. Stick it to the man, just as wrong. You better call Saul. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Breaking Goodman, a Better Call Saul podcast. Our last Woo. new episode Woo. of the podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck. Today, I'm joined by Michael Henley. It's all over. It's all Samantha over. Samantha Russell. Hi. <laughs> and Brian Craig. Goodbye, baby. Oh, oh, that was a good one. Oh. Yes, uh, we are here to discuss <laughs> Saul Gone. Saul Gone, the final episode of the final season of the prequel to Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul. Uh, and uh, yeah. Michael Henley, I see it's playing in the background of your Zoom window. It's still <laughs> catching up on you. Like, you're still taking I, notes. I had a rewatch that I was three quarters of the way through because I just didn't quite time it right. So, so pay no attention to, to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> Do you want us to pause this so you can finish <laughs> taking notes? Uh, it's going to be funny when we get three quarters of the way through and all of his answers are super vague. <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that scene. That I, loved, yes, I loved that, that scene. Right? I, yeah, I love that scene they... with, 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 with Jimmy and Walt. Wait, there was more after that? What? Yeah, and when Skinny Pete came in. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, so I actually, I actually have bad news. I did not watch the oh, final no. episode. I did no. watch the first step. I watched the first episode of Low Winter Sun. Oh, <laughs> it was a good show. Good show. Mm. Do that yeah, next. It was like that and NBA playoffs. Uh, <laughs> that's that's what I remember from extra stuff that happened no, I during just kept our run. Armageddon. <laughs> AMC has been playing a lot of Armageddon. It's like every wow. other week. Well, <laughs> on, on Wednesdays had me not wanting to close my eyes. One more episode left. What we're going to do is we're going to do this episode and then we're going to take a few weeks off uh, because there's vacations, there's life, there's other podcasts I have. The Beacons Are Lit is going to be covering the Rings of Power. Also, House of the Dragon is coming back, so Stark Raven Mad is rising from the dead to cover that as well. So it's just going to be a busy time. I will be having a new podcast coming out soon, also called Should I Keep This? So keep your eyes out for that. (laughs) That's her podcast voice. That's my podcast. (laughs) real podcast. (laughs) So we have a bunch of things going on, uh, but we will come back uh, and do one final episode where we will announce our winner and uh, just kind of wrap things up, wrap up this show. Um, But right now we're going to wrap up this season. Be a precipitous drop off of the listeners. (laughs) so i hope you subscribed (laughs) yeah so i want to hear some first impressions same i loved it i really it was it was wonderful i was worried at the beginning that it was going to be all just like a chase and like a lot of (laughs) adrenaline and all of that yeah and then it just (laughs) turned into dumb fugitive and like it was just so it was well done i uh, this time I enjoyed all of the cameos and all of the the scenes with the other characters. They didn't, they felt purposeful. And um, I thought it was a really nice ending to a wonderful show. And I got two points from the mid season predictions. Mm-hmm. One, we saw Chuck and two, I welled up at the finger guns. Yes. Yeah. 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 That was uh, something sweet about it. <laughs> yeah. Brian. 
In fact, if we watch um, over Michael's shoulder, we might we're about to see <laughs> the that finger very, guns. <laughs> the very scene at the end of the show. Indeed, indeed. Yep. Uh, yep. No, yeah, yeah I loved uh, this episode. Was great. I uh, they didn't biff anything, uh, which is all I could ask for. They uh, they nailed the landing, and I was yeah. very happy. Uh, I don't think there was a scene in here where I had uh, any complaints or any why did why did they go with that direction? I think everything made sense. It was a a perfect ending. Uh, they wrapped it up nicely. Yeah. Yeah. Michael. Uh, yeah. I, um, they stuck the landing. This was great. And finales are always weird because just like a book, uh, a TV finale is the only ending of a story I can think of that actually keeps reminding you, I guess, or you keep reminding yourself how much time you have left or how many pages you have left. And so it creates this expectation of just like, all right, you have only a couple pages left and you still have to hit these bullet points that I demand that you hit. So let's go guys. Um, so it's always kind of tough to judge, but I really thought they killed it. I thought this was an absolute fantastic. And I mean, it's, and it just got better as it went along too, because as good as this episode was the last couple of scenes I thought were amazing. Uh, I can't wait to talk about them. Yeah, I agree with all that. Uh, I thought it was one of the better series finales that's been done. And I think that it, is a perfect companion to Breaking Bad's finale. Um, there's a lot of parallels, I think, um, but and and counterweights that that are happening here. Some balance, and I think that's is one of the things I really really enjoyed about this finale. I mean, the ending shot. Well, not the ending ending shot with like the finger guns, but in the uh, cell with yeah. the, the cigarettes. Mm -hmm. um, that mirroring one of their, if not the first scene that they had together with the, with the cigarette. And mm -hmm. then the composing of the shot was very similar, if not exact, just the lighting was mm -hmm. all reversed mm -hmm. uh, from the, from the first shot. I was looking at photos. Um, yeah. Just so, so good. Uh, and yes, the flashbacks to the way that they kind of set things up. Uh, and I was reading some things from Peter Gould, seeing some things about that in a, like a Christmas Carol sort of um, motif kind of going through uh yeah it was everything i would have everything that i kind of wanted within within this uh and the only ones i'm seeing negative comments i'm seeing are things that wanted him to get away or wanted some wanted what sam was describing sure. as dumb fugitive yeah. um mm -hmm. or him him to break out or him or to just kind of sort of end with him just chipping away at that sentence uh, as he did, he got he got like 190 years down to seven. Yeah, which is insane. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. I, I we'll get into it, but I feel like that's kind of a strange complaint because no grief towards people who did not enjoy this finale. But when people are like, "I wish he, uh, you know, he should have gotten away," and like my thing is like he didn't want to. Like we'll get to it. Like that's yeah. the point, right? Like yeah. I, I, yeah. I find that very strange. Yeah. So we open. In the desert, we open in a flashback, uh, yep. and it's after or while uh, they're going to get the money. He goes, Jimmy goes to get the money from uh, the cousins. Yes, the twins, um, and that was Lalo's bail, right? Yes. Yeah, he's carrying it back, and he get, gets attacked, uh, and it's Mike, I believe, that that saves him, and then they're just wandering through the the desert. So it's kind of like a cutscene, cutscene from there. Um, so what's all going on there? Uh, they find a cowboy tub, uh, and so they get all excited. Called? 
I, I believe so. I don't know that it's what it's called. Is that what it's that's called? What that's what we call it when we're in the oh. desert. I, I don't. That's that's what it. Was okay. No one. The official name. An Airbnb <laughs> called it a cowboy tub, because um, <laughs> we had one at an Airbnb that looked just like that. Yeah. So yeah. It's fun. like a water basin. Water. Yeah. Yeah. Well mm-hmm. of some kind. Cowboy mm-hmm. tub. Yeah. I just googled cowboy tub, and they all look like like tub tubs. Oh. Like clawfoots. Okay. Yeah, like if you were in uh, some clawfoots in there. Oh, Deadwood. Check out canned yeah. peaches. Uh, oh. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a tub for cowboys, but this oh. is a cowboy tub. Okay. Yeah, check out canned peaches. Just don't watch beyond the first season yet. <laughs> wait, because, wait for us. Yeah, wait, for us. wait for us to catch up. It may be a year or more, <laughs> but we'll get there. Uh, yeah, so what else is going on? <clears throat> okay. So they find, <laughs> Mike and uh, Jimmy find uh, some water and decide to take a little break. Um and uh, they're sitting literally on $7 million. So Jimmy has says, why don't we just take this and just uh, split it 50-50 and just take off. And Mike says, it's not ours. Yeah, it's not ours. He's always, yeah, he's always just doing the job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then uh, Jimmy starts, uh, well, Mike mentions that uh, if they run off with it, there's some dangerous people who would not... Have, would have a major problem with that. So Jimmy is like, well, you know, what if we uh, built a time machine? We took six, $6 million, built a time machine, and then we each get $500,000. What would you do with a time machine? When he's just like, oh, Christ. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, so I, I, I read a little bit of relief in in Mike's response there where he's like, okay, good. I don't need to convince him that this is a bad idea. Yeah. He's going off on like a thought experiment. Now we're just kind of yeah. playing a game here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was it's more that it's just a, a little fun conversation that they can have yeah. while they're relaxing here. Mm-hmm. So he, uh, Jimmy asks which, where Mike would go and you know, are you a civil war buff? Would you go to ancient Rome? And, he starts out with December 8th, 2001, which I assume is the day Matt died. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. then goes, no, no, March 17th, 1984. That's the day I took my first bribe. So Mike wants to change his whole life, the whole trajectory by going back to that one moment, which yeah. would save Maddie mm-hmm. and a lot of other things. Mm-hmm. Domino other effect, butterfly effect, domino um, effect. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and Jimmy says that he would go back to May 10th, 1965, uh, and invest his money, his his million into Berkshire Hathaway, which is just about when Warren Buffett kind of started things there, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he would come back to this timeline where he is now a billionaire or trillionaire. <laughs> is that a thing? Yeah. And Mike's just like, so money. That's it. That's all you care about. There's nothing you change. And it just doesn't really answer that. Yeah. Just, I'm rested. Let's go. What, de- what else is there or was that later? Yeah, I think he says what else yeah. is there. What else is there? Yeah. yeah. Nothing you change? Yeah. Uh, and then we get our intro, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> we get, we still get, stuck in that VCR. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought we were going to get one more, you know, like version of like the classic intro just because it was the final timeout. But they, they, they stuck to the, the, the VCR yeah. motif where the tape's broken. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. And the quick flashes I saw there were the air freshener in the cab. 
right? Mm-hmm. And the uh, it looked like a prison mixer. Yeah, it was the mixer in the prison. Yep. Yeah. I like that even that has a cage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> even the dough can't get out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so then we go to Jean on the run. We pick up where we, we left off, and Marion, man, she's on it. Yeah. Uh, she's still on with the, the life alerters, and she's describing the car, the license plate, the general direction. Uh, like, normally they say witnesses can't be trusted, but she is on it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she's got everything. I also like that he had a beige car, which was, I believe, the same color when he bought the car. Oh. Yeah, like when he pulled up <laughs> yeah. with, uh, when Kim was saying, oh, no, you should drive something flashy. Like, he had a beige car then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... Oh, please and that's get... what he had with, uh, with Lalo, too, right? Doesn't Lalo say something like that? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> when, he was, was, yeah when he was looking at the thing, beige. That was the, f- <laughs> yeah. that was the Fiesta, right? The, his beige car? His original beige car? Oh, yeah, I think so. Ford Fiesta. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, Marion is d- dropping. She's dropping a dollar's worth of dimes. Yeah. Uh, on on him as he runs out the door. So he goes home and he gets his getaway things. Uh, and I'm blowing through some of this. Um, not not trying to skip anything, so we can just go back. But just to kind of set the the table here, uh, here's that they have the car info on the radio. Uh, so they're they're on him, and there's already cops outside. They're so they're already outside. Yeah. He slips out this window that seemed to be for that purpose like what was the deal with that <laughs> that's just an escape window they have those in all the apartments it's oh, really mm-hmm. yeah i don't know that it's it's a new feature a, yeah yeah you have to pay a little extra per month to have an escape window but <laughs> mm-hmm. it's worth Land, it landlords are always cheap to insulate that escape window too yeah. so like, you gotta yeah. watch out for that yeah. and you have to prove it, prove your need yeah 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 <laughs> I, he just show a, a bag of money and that the cartel may be coming up to you. <laughs> a handful show, of diamonds. Do you, do you show the actual money or do you just show a bag like with a big dollar sign on it? I think just the bag with the dollar sign is enough. I think, yeah. 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 And you Hold show that you're wearing a false mustache. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's need has been proven, I guess. Um, yeah, he goes goes back out through that little escape window. And he's got there's like helicopters overhead, so they really they did action. Really Manhunt, some yeah. amount of time between him leaving Marion's and getting to to his house. Um, but Andy was yeah. in the house for a few minutes, like yeah. he had to yeah. get in, go through all of his the things. But so. yeah. it does show that the trail, like he left a trail. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like mm-hmm. he wasn't he wasn't like, as smart of a con as he thought he was. Yeah, it was pretty easy to find him once someone dropped the dime on him. It yeah, was, it was almost as if. Like it was in Ghostbusters when they finally got a call and she's in um, Annie Potts. <laughs> we got one, and then they all scramble like they were mm-hmm. waiting for this. Um, and yeah, this was also, yeah, th- this is also what definitely I was also. Sam, you mentioned this in your takeaways that uh, you know you were, uh, you know, worried that this was going to be like an episode long chase, and this is what convinced mm-hmm. me. She's like, oh, we're not doing that. Actually, no, like there's a there's a chopper involved. This this, this is going to end quickly. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Chopper, chopper copters on the case. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if there's one thing I learned from movies is that you can't escape a chopper. No, you can't. Yeah. You can't. You can't. Uh, although they always do. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so he goes under there for a little bit as that that passes. Then he's um, heads into alleyway. The, what looked like yeah an alleyway. It looks like the downtownish area. Um, but again, it's just crawling with crawling with cops. Uh, so he kind of goes back. Hops into a dumpster, 
and he he seems like he's safe there for a little bit. But as soon as he jumps in, he's covered in shit. Yeah, he's um, immediately covered in trash. And that was a, a cell phone he was trying to open, right? Like a burner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was a burner phone. Because mm-hmm. he's got that card, and he's trying to make that uh, classic max extract uh, pressure pro. Classic Magic Man uh, prepaid cell phone clamshell problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, so he's struggling with that. Hits his his box of stuff. Diamonds go flying. <laughs> Not a good time. Uh, and then bang, bang, bang. Anybody home? <laughs> they were. They were just. Was it was it him in there? Was it him making noise that kind of drew him, or did they maybe just check? I have to imagine that, like when that guy pulled noise. up and him hopping into the dumpster, he's like, "Oh, there's a guy over there hopping into the dumpster." It's probably yeah, the guy yeah. Like he was being so obvious. Yeah. Can I check it out? Yeah. yeah, check it out. And they strolled up. They let him sit in there for a minute. So that way he had to sit amongst trash. He's doing his juices. Yeah. Yep. All right, let's get our boys uh, lined up. Get, get the sniper up on the roof. Yeah. Everybody, everybody, all our ducks in a row. All right, let's knock yeah. on the door. Should and we bring him out now? Out. Well, he's not going anywhere. He comes out like Oscar the Grouch, too. Yeah. He doesn't like flip it's it ripping. open. He's just like slowly like, Wah. Yeah. <laughs> As he was trying to get away, I'm like, tear off that fake mustache, you fool. They're looking for a guy in a fake mustache. <laughs> yeah, so they got him. No dumb fugitive. Yeah. No. No dumb fugitive. I love I loved how quickly that happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Me, so I'm like, oh, this is gonna this show is not the show that I was worried it was gonna be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was great. Yeah, and that's probably where a lot of the people that had the complaints were like, wait, what? <laughs> what? Are you kidding me? He got caught. <laughs> My criminal mastermind got caught. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My Cinnabon manager? No. Yeah. So he's in the precinct waiting to be processed. And he, the cops are just enjoying his commercial. Well, no, I wouldn't yeah. say enjoying so much. They look disgusted. <laughs> 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 they, look, they look angry as they're watching his, his commercials. This is the guy? That guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The guy in this thing doesn't even have a fake mustache on. Sorry, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> really, you're really in that fake mustache. <laughs> it's uh, not gonna last long. It's almost, it's almost gone. <laughs> Just got a few more, a few more in me. Uh, so we get the phone call to Cinnabon, uh, and it's just about the schedule, and it, which reminds me of Gus when he was yeah. on the operating yeah. table. Like that's their first yeah. thing is caring for their employees, making sure business is done. And it wasn't in the sense of like I may be out for a little while. It's like oh, you're gonna need a new manager, by the yeah. way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but he also in this phone call has his sort of passive gene voice and then in his next phone call he's got his saw voice oh, on yeah. which I, yeah. I enjoyed the switch mm-hmm. of it mm-hmm. yeah yeah um, so yeah he's in the real tiny room yeah a little cell yeah, yeah real tiny and he's sitting there or he's walking around back and forth that's how they get you that's how they get you. That's how they get you. Oh man! And he sits down. He sees that scribble on the wall that says, "My lawyer will ream your ass, your ass." Uh, and then it's the the he's slowly like laughing, almost Joker like in Arkham yeah. Asylum, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and switching into Saul yeah. within within that. And I I uh, heard him more saying that this is how they get you, like him going this is how it all goes down like this embarrassing thing that i i'm found in the dumpster after all i did like more of a question instead of a statement yeah yeah i hear that uh yeah so that's when he gets the another phone call i need another phone call 
and it's to Bill Oakley, uh, who has his whole thing when he answers the phone. Yeah. Trust experience, trust Oakley. Um, and Jimmy just kind of digs into him a little bit there. You know who this is, right? Drops his papers. Uh, so that whole phone call is just him pitching him on the case of his life. Mm-hmm. And bites him on as an advisory counsel. Not even, <laughs> you're going to be my lawyer. You're yeah. going to be my second chair. Yeah. Just Oakley's on board. Yeah. I also liked how his his car looked very uh like on the same level as the esteem and like, mm-hmm. like he, and he's parking in the same kind of spot that i believe jimmy was parking like it felt very you know early seasons of the show yep yeah yeah pitches him on the case of his life he bites and he's an advisory council he's meeting with saul or um what do i have here oh advisory council meeting saul plans to represent himself um the DA, he's, he says on the phone, the DA has a warehouse full of evidence. No telling what the feds have. Where do you see this ending? With me on top, like always. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they cut to black. Yeah. And then we go walking to meet the reps. And that's where we get the cameo that I never saw coming. Never yeah. saw coming. Never, never saw it, no. coming. But I absolutely did that friggin' Leonardo DiCaprio meme. Yeah. <laughs> you point at the screen like, Murray! There she it's is. Murray! Yeah. Murray Schrader. Yeah. And this, uh, I 100% felt like was something she would do. Like, yeah. she would be like, no, yeah. I need to be here because you guys are going to mess this up. You know, mm-hmm. like, yep. she needs to be involved in everything. That yep. was who well, she was. Yeah. And, and I, I thought it was so smart, too, because you need, it really helps to have someone who fulfills the storytelling purpose of like standing in for all the people that Saul touched that, you know, that, 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 you know, everyone that he's responsible for. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I thought that was such a great choice. And, um, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, no, I'm trying to remember, uh, the actress who plays Marie because I came up with, and again, Betsy Brandt. Um, she's so good in this scene. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, even with the, jesse pinkman cameo the walter white cameo this still was like whoa like (laughs) such a a surprise Mm -hmm. and i can't imagine how much more weight it would have if those cameos didn't happen like if those shoehorned in kind of cameos i was wondering about that yeah marie pop in there because like you're saying it uh, sam it it did make sense for her character um and within the world in general um Mm -hmm. plot wise uh, yeah, it made mm-hmm. sense for her. And she's the one of the people who, you know, she had no closure to to anything. Uh, so having her there, yeah, um, it makes sense for her to to be involved. Just great to see. Very fun. Did not expect it at all. Uh, mm-hmm. So they're offering. Well, actually, they they the prosecution is going through this this this. Yeah, that's this number of years. This and this. That's this number of years. All the way up to life. Plus plus 90. Uh, plus 90 years or uh, plus 190 years, something yeah, like that. 190, yeah. Life plus 190. Yeah. But we're feeling generous. You know, we're going to make mm-hmm, a one time mm-hmm. offer of 30 years, uh, 30 <laughs> years in jail. Uh, how old is Saul here? Maybe 50? 50? 
Yeah, definitely. That's why I thought this was going to be the opening to Golden McGill, where he goes into jail <laughs> for 30 years, gets out, goes to the nursing home, Golden McGill, the rest of the episode. Yeah. Backdoor pilot. Love yeah, it. So, I mean, this could be a, even with 30 years, that could be a dying in prison sort of deal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, with, with that kind of deal, he might get a good behavior sort of thing uh, and get out a little bit earlier. But either way, it's not a great, great deal for him, no. even though it's a very, very good deal. Yeah. considering everything that he's up against um but yeah bill oakley is like yeah okay sure yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. you see it you see it in his face <laughs> um and then saul wants marie in the room you know could we get marie uh the, the widow schrader in, yeah. he knows in, he he, in he looks at the one-way mirror and he uh he knows that she's there which i thought was mm-hmm. so interesting yeah. um yeah and demands her to be in the room mm-hmm. uh and she comes in and she talks about Hank and what a good man he was and kind of whitewashes a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll cut her some slack. I mean, yeah. you know, sure. But, you know, she's she's a widow. We'll let it go. Uh, <laughs> she, she talks about Hank. She talks about Gomi uh, and kids and, and all that and then ties it to Saul and his involvement. And, you know, that's why that happened. Um, and you did it all for money and then jimmy turns it on uh and starts talking about um meeting hank and yes he was such a good person and such a good cop and you know straight shooter and then talks about uh them being victims and then uh i (laughs) too was a victim yeah. Uh, and you you see the sincerity in his eyes, but you also know that it's, he's not sincere here. Yeah, he's using mm-hmm. his sincere voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's all a show for the prosecution. Yeah, uh, to show like this this story about how um, I was in my office and someone by the name of Mayhew came in <laughs> and a- asked me to uh, wanted to give me a bribe to do this or that. Um, and I said, no, that night, and he's just going yeah. on and he's basically summarizing the events of the Better Call Saul episode of yeah. Breaking Bad. Um, and from that moment on, I was scared to death of Walter. Why well, you see what they did to the, the prisoners, uh, you know, five prisons or three prisons, 10 people within two minutes sort of sort of thing. Which was I a lost... cute way to start to introduce that he knows a lot of information and therefore mm-hmm. get a deal. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, lost everything. And Marie's face is just like, is this happening? Like, <laughs> are you really, you really trying to do this? And even the DA is like, oh, <laughs> is that what you're going to try to sell the jury? You think they're going to buy that? It's like, eh, one. Just need one. This just is need one of them. This is the maybe like this show has definitely liked monologues in the past. And I think they saved their best for one for last, either this mm-hmm. one or the one that's coming up because this was incredible. This was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has to be capped by that one. All I need is one, which is just such a perfect delivery is such a perfect closer uh, for that monologue. It's so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Bob Odenkirk, everybody. Bob Odenkirk. Yes. yes. It is uh, wild to see how good Bob Odenkirk has become as a, as a dramatic actor. Mm-hmm. The show, geez Louise. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, we're not going to turn this into a conversation about drama and comedy and drama actors trying to do comedy and comedians trying to do drama, but I can't remember who it is, um, but it is said that it's easier 
for p- comedians to do drama than it is for uh, more dramatic actors to make a switch to. There's very few. There's a lot more on the other side. Um, and it helps. It helps. Like even in the, uh, I got doubles of the, no, I got triples of the Nova now. Uh, that, that sketch, like he plays it so straight. Yeah. Uh, and there's like desperation in his voice. Once again, I'm mentioning the, I think you should leave with um, uh, Tim, what the hell's his name now? I can't remember Robinson. his last name. Robinson. Robinson. Uh, on Netflix. Check it out. I believe it's episode two. Um, Just check out the whole thing. Yeah, check out the whole thing. Yeah, watch the whole thing. episode two. Wonderful. And nothing else. It's fantastic. And hopefully it will get renewed. All right. So Oakley says that you've never lost the case. Is that so? And he's just kind of poking and prodding. Is that so? Hell of a record. Still. Juries. Yeah, they're a fickle bunch. You never can tell. You never can tell. Uh, and the, here he is. He's just introducing his the whole reason for this. I'm just hoping there's some wiggle room yeah. on that life plus 190 <laughs> years. Yeah. Uh, and you see, Marie, like you know, no, no you will you're not. not. You are not taking a deal for, with this guy. No. Come Mm-mm. to Marie walking out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Walks out with such anger. And disbelief, like utter yeah. disbelief on her face. Like she doesn't necessarily look angry. You know she's angry, but it's more just like, so maybe somebody pinch me because I might be, I might be asleep because there's no way that just fucking happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and other cop is waiting for her. Open up that door. She walks out. Um, yeah. And then we cut back to the lawyers on provision 16 or 17 of his plea agreement and he's got them down to seven and a half years from yeah. life, plus 190 down to 30 down to seven and a half years for all the shit that he that he's done uh and the information that he gave up and they um, got both chinese and pizza like one yeah. win 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh and they think they wrapped everything up what, what, what? one more uh 19 uh he wants to serve his term at fci bunter Low wing D, wing D, and I think it was in North Carolina. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. They have a golf uh, program. Yeah, which is good enough for Bernie Madoff. Yeah. It's good enough for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he specifically mentions ADX Montrose, the Alcatraz of the Rockies. <laughs> He'll throw me up in there in Gen Pop. Uh, no thanks. Uh, and then he they again think they're done. Uh, one more thing. Uh, Bluebell. He wants a delivery of. Weekly Friday delivery of Bluebell Mint Chocolate Chip for the duration of his sentence. Um, and I know that's relevant, right? Bluebell? Yeah. The, it's the, relevant? Yeah. Didn't he have uh, a couple times throughout the series? Oh, maybe, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, All right. Oh. Eating ice cream in the apartment. Yeah. And they got the ice cream sundae bar at the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that, I, yeah, okay. I didn't even think of that. I'm usually the food. I usually remember look food like that. Look at you, Marvie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Look at me saying, I think it's relevant. <laughs> and then we're all just agreeing. <laughs> and then you all fill in the details. <laughs> so I get you. Uh, yeah. So he brings up Howard. Uh, that's his 20. That's his, his other bit of, of, of news. I have certain information relating to a Albuquerque, uh, a deceased Albuquerque uh, lawyer, and they're just like talking about Howard Hamlin. Yeah, yeah, we already yeah. got that. <laughs> yeah, we got that. 
you guys you gotta talk to your girlfriend more often uh, and this guy yeah. he wants to he wants to sell us howard hamlin we know all right uses howard hamlin yeah <laughs> Uh, and they know about Kim coming clean, and he's like, "Okay, so last chance. Is this a deal? Yeah." And Bill's like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, it's a fucking deal. Are you kidding me?" <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, we should we should definitely point out he has definitely a visible reaction to that. Like he's he's mm-hmm. definitely surprised um, because yeah, that's that's he did not the plan last thing. No, yeah. he did not plan on that. No, Even though he told her sure. to confess, he, he told her to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so now we are back in a flashback. Yes. And we're in the basement. Yeah. With Walter White, uh, the basement of the vacuum shop. Yes. Right? Yes. And this is season five, I believe, right before. This is their last scene together. Yeah. Uh, and it is, they're in the basement of the vacuum shop, and Walt, they're, they're both supposed to be leaving. Uh, but Walt, yeah. and, of course, ends up going going back, whereas uh, Jimmy does not. Um Walt is preoccupied with this clicking sound coming from a heater or something and wants to fix it. I love just the amount of noise he's making and then go, do you hear that? And it's just (laughs) like, (laughs) I I didn't hear that until you were banging on everything. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, bring up the time machine discussion again. And I want to ask this. I know there's some different things that they dropped throughout this season with the time machine and the, the book, the time machine. Yes. Uh, how it's how it's come up twice, maybe three times throughout this throughout this season. But is there more throughout this series? It's I don't remember? know about this series, but it's been a prop throughout the season as well. Like apparently some eagle-eyed viewer was shared on Twitter that the time machine, the same edition of the the book that we'll see later that chuck has actually has shown up on jimmy's nightstand i think in a couple episodes of this year yeah. i don't think earlier than that though yeah i might be wrong though okay uh so it's the time machine discussion again that kind of free time to be an eagle-eyed nerd <laughs> <laughs> well, well I, yeah i mean yeah what i wouldn't okay. give for that kind of free time i, I remember one scene and it wasn't too you don't have to be too eagle-eyed you just have to be watching and be like oh what book is that yeah. Oh, I think it's that was like when the the, the sex worker was taking the money off of his. Oh, oh okay. All right. Now that I think about oh. it, if I went back and checked my notes, I feel like I did write down a book and it was during that scene. Okay. Was it not also in the FBI cleanup? Oh. Ah, okay. All Maybe. right. Maybe. That sounds possible. <laughs> Oh my God! We should have done our homework. I, I did it again. I also, I also think it's very interesting that am, am I being yeah? Time machine was. It's in my notes. Sorry. There you go. Hey. In the first episode in the in the FBI. Okay. I, like that. I think it's really interesting. Breaking Goodman notebook. Yeah. Um, that the time machine is a story about a guy who travels into the future. There's no traveling into the past in that book. Am I being a dork? That <laughs> I, think I'm, I think I'm being a dork. I think I'm, that's a good point. You're being a real Walt here. Being a real Walt here. Right. It's a yeah, little time since I read it. You're right. That's funny. Yeah. I mean, this episode itself is a time machine mm-hmm. uh, with all the different flashbacks. We're flashing between multiple timelines, multiple points of, of time throughout uh, Saul, Jimmy, Gene's life. Um, so yeah, it's time machine discussion again, and Walt isn't having it because it's impossible. It's theoretically yeah. <laughs> impossible. Breaks the second law of thermodynamics. God, what a dick answer! Like Jesus I know. <laughs> yeah. So what you're really talking about is regrets. You want to talk about regrets? You want to ask me if I have regrets? 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 Yeah, we get yeah. it. 
um, stay in your lane, <laughs> which is just like, <laughs> shut up, shut the fuck up. You'll be dead soon. Um, and he, he also brings up Alan Alda. Oh, Alan Alda said it. It must be true. And then he went and dissed Alan Alda. And I said, my God, what an asshole. Yeah. I mean, because I'm sorry. For Alan Alda. First yeah. they came for, yeah. <laughs> uh, would, uh, would, we'd rather talk about regrets. And Walt brings up gray matter. Um, and how he thought he was doing the right thing or whatever. And he's like, I realized they were artfully maneuvering me into leaving my own creation, my own creation. And then Saul just like, wait, what? It's worth a lot of money. We could have done something with this. We could have uh, argued wrongful termination, this, that, and the other thing. He's like, you are the last lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Which... Is so hurtful, especially because if you've watched this show now and saw the magic he did with Sandpiper, he probably could have aced that. He would have. That's the whole thing. And I, I huh. And I feel um, like even Walt kind of knows that he would have, like, because he's good at just kind of figuring anything out and yeah. making it work, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's his whole shit. I don't know. I, I get where Walt's coming from. He's a, <laughs> I, he's I mean, a razzle-dazzle bullshit artist. Yeah. Yeah. But he's good. He gets a job done. Oh. Yeah, I mean, hmm. yeah, I, I, I agree with that, but I also think that the positioning of this, these two shows, it's definitely, obviously, the whole premise of this show is there was way more going on under the hood with Jimmy than we thought when watching Breaking yeah. Bad. Mm-hmm. And I, I think from Walt's perspective on Breaking Bad, you know, Jimmy is the the best of bad options when it comes to laundering his money. I, I never got the impression that Walt is impressed with Jimmy's intelligence <laughs> or even actually skill at the law. And I feel like, you know, this show has definitely done a point of like, Jimmy is a good lawyer. Um, yeah. He's a beaten down lawyer, basically, who sometimes takes shortcuts because people don't make things easy for him. But he's a good lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, okay, you just reminded me of something uh, that is is said a lot, especially after this finale. Um, and we've already I don't want to turn this into a, a praising all praise of, of Bob Odenkirk or an ode to Bob kind of uh, thing here. But uh, he did take a one note character, more or less from yeah. Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And create three different characters out yeah. of that, uh, all super complex. Like that's pretty pretty damn. I mean, of course, there's a lot of great writing uh, that that helps make that happen. But to bring it to life, yeah. Once again, Bob Odenkirk doing some work. All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, gray matter. They were awfully maneuvering me. And he says, "Well, what about you? What about you? Uh, what about Bob?" Uh, and he brings up. When he was 22, the slip and fall, he hurt himself, and his knee has never been the same. So, that's it. That's yeah, his. That's that's his only regret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Walt says, "So you were always like this," <laughs> <laughs> which is delightful. Um, Being uh, judged by Walter White. Yeah. Yeah. Well. I love how these two scenes kind of rhyme with each other because, uh, you know, the, the, the mic scene from the beginning, because, you know, Jimmy, you know, says his in the mic scene and it's all about money. And Mike's is basically kind of the, the, the wellspring of his kind of eternal shame because this really kind of crystallizes Mike. Um, this is the last time we see Mike actually that very first scene. And, um, you know, just this idea that, you know, Mike was set on this path the minute he took the he took the bribe. That's the only thing he if he had the power to change anything, 
that's the only thing he could change, you know, if he had a time machine, basically. So, like, now in his current position, he has no power to change anything, basically. It's just this mm-hmm. death march to, you know, what, where, wherever it goes, which is so crushing. And then you get to this scene, which is, uh, which is Walt, you know, basically saying something that that basically comes down to pride basically and that is totally on character because walt was always a very prideful person that's where so many of his flaws came from and jimmy actually in turn is not about money he's about he's about you know this is something that would have made my life better this was something about my body and Wall has the audacity to shame him for that. And it's so like, like I, I understand why he does it because he's he's all about you were you you were doing you were doing a trick, you were doing like a low-level con basically, and then this happened. But like that's not what he's saying, really, you know, like and it's so it's so well it, it's so well written because like it's so I mean, you know, this this whole the whole act of this entire show has been about re-centering Walt as like just this bull in a china st- shop who destroys everything. And he's so belittling and petty he doesn't Mm -hmm. listen to people and he has no respect for any of the people around him and like this scene just kind of nailed it in just just a couple couple minutes and it was just so good and also shout out to brian cranston for just slipping back into this character in a way that i feel like he didn't a couple episodes ago not really like this was just pure unfiltered walt and i served a narrative purpose and uh, you know so good so good and so specifically that time yes uh, walt within that particular time yeah, within yeah. that season dialed, mm-hmm. dialed right into it yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. very very good there's a great moment right back to screeching goes right back Dang. to screeching <laughs> and and it, it's on point with this whole thing that walt whenever he was in deep trouble like he liked to try to fix stuff you know like, yeah. was like this was a thing. thing i can actually fix with my hands therefore like like yeah, i have these real right. problems but at least if i can focus on this one right. thing Com- compartmental yep. compartmentalizing yeah. and then fixing yeah. that he has control yeah. rotting wood in the basement yeah. <laughs> yeah. someone Someone I didn't catch this, but someone pointed out online too that actually, um, when Jimmy first asks about when he finally levels them, it just says, "Yes, fine, regrets." Talk about regrets. Uh, Walt looks at his watch, the watch yeah. that Jesse gave him, mm. uh, and this is obviously right after he's already turned Jesse in to um, to the the neo Nazis. And this is I, I thought that was such a cool touch. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, right back to screeching and banging. Uh, so then we are on the plane, and we're flying to Albuquerque uh, next to a U.S. marshal. And Bill gets up to use the uh, the restroom, and he and Bill have a quick conversation over the marshal, who at first is like, mm, can't do it. And it's like, <laughs> well, anything we say is unprivileged, right? So you could use whatever we say if you find it useful. And he's like, all right, fine, just a minute. Keep it quick. Um and also and slow he, down so I can write it down. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he's just having, he's asking specifics about what happened with Kim. Uh, and she went in uh, how, and he's just like, how's it look for her? Her not so great because not only did she do that, she took all that information right to Cheryl, uh, yeah. who is now lawyer shopping. I think he, he says, yeah. but she didn't call him. He's a little butthurt about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then after he's sitting there for a minute, he grabs Bill again. Uh, you know, basically call everybody back, have them waiting. I got another good nugget here. I, it's gonna blow their minds. It's gonna make their um, toes curl. Is what yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he warns him. He's like, "Whatever you've got, uh, it could fall down on Kim." 
if it's related to Kim. Oh, it involves Kim. <laughs> you know, oh, she's involved. Uh, which here, I was thinking that there was something that I wasn't thinking about that he was, or even just make up uh, to blame Kim for to kind of bring down, get him that ice cream <laughs> or bring down yeah. that sentence yeah. even more. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure where this petty, was going. Uh, just a mm-hmm. petty, a petty Saul thing. Or mm-hmm. just take her, take her down with him, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, mutually assured destruction. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's really good ice cream. <laughs> yeah. You don't understand. It's really good ice cream. Yeah, he wants that. So we go to Kim. Kim yeah. is at lunch, uh, on lunch with the girls, co-workers. And yeah, she's just not really into yeah. anything right now. I feel like this was uh, a lot of the point that um, Henley was making last week of her in action being an action like where they're saying oh red lobster or this new middle eastern place you went there how'd you feel about it and she didn't want to give an opinion on it which made it sound like it was bad therefore they just decided to go to red lobster again even though the middle eastern restaurant might have been better like she allowed that to happen by not making a decision yeah uh top copy i think was the the name of the restaurant uh, which I don't think is relevant to the world and probably not even relevant here. Um, could but you just did be find the out the Yup guy's name is Glenn. Glenn. Yup. 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 But to copy is, uh, is, a mo- is the name of a movie mm-hmm. uh, from around the era that they're always pulling movies from. Mm-hmm. Uh, so mm-hmm. Wait, what's the, what's the name of it? Top, top Copy. Oh, it's, top. Uh, yep, it's about a con man and a uh, heist. So, oh, and that's the name of the restaurant. Yeah, it is. Could just be the name they threw threw in. Well, I doubt um, it's a coincidence. Yeah, doesn't seem like a coincidence. Nah. All right. Uh, so yeah, she's not really into anything, and then she goes back into work and says, "I'm leaving early." Bye bye. Uh, and she goes to uh, a free legal advice spot clinic kind of place. Yeah, yeah office place. And uh, waits a little bit for that um, worker to acknowledge her. Um, and she says that she wants to volunteer. Hey, you want to volunteer? You're not answering your phone? There you go. <laughs> so it's just it's just that easy. Um, and yeah, she's she's there. She's doing some work. She's back in the legal world, more or less. Um, less, I guess. Um, <laughs> much less. Uh, and but she's making an. A difference. Yeah. She's back, my, she's back in the world of making differences. Yeah. Yeah. Central Florida. It doesn't last long. It doesn't last very long at all. She gets a call from Suzanne Erickson and she's updating her that first of all, Jimmy got arrested. They got him. Uh second of all, that's not why I'm calling. Call him because he's trying to bring you down. Uh he's he's involved you in some shit. Uh we don't see her say say that. Um we don't really see hear that end of the conversation because they do one of those famous Breaking Bad world cutaways where they just show the phone calls reaction, mm-hmm. uh, and you just it's see called, her kind of trusting the audience. Yeah, kind of <laughs> devastated. Um, yeah, and lets her know what Saul has been caught for testimony, and we see Kim silent from the outside. Yes, yeah, so things are not looking great. Uh, then we go to the courtroom walk. And that is one hell of a suit. That yeah. Saul's back in ABQ, baby. Yeah. And it's just so funny because that thing pops in black and white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so shimmery. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, which is just so funny. 
that the way that they bring Saul back within the gene gene timeline, like there's mm-hmm. there's no mistaking that that's the personality that's walking through the doors. That's a very loud suit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's all things are possible by the harmonizing four. Mm-hmm. And Kim is there. Uh, we get the judge. Judge enters, and he Kim shaking a foot. You, She's doing that foot thing. She, mm-hmm. She's yep. nervous. Yeah, and that uh, looks. And Jimmy says. It's showtime. One more time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and lucky he's using the name Saul Goodman, so it's the state versus Saul Goodman. Uh, and the prosecution, they're going through like the army of people. Yeah. Um, I got this person, that person. If you look back here, we got these people over here. Oh, and there's so-and-so. And they go over to Bill. Like, yeah, that's I'm this person. <laughs> I'm me. Me. And, and then he's, he's also here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and judge asks, like, so you still want to represent yourself? Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, and the judge is reading the plea agreement and has doubts. So yeah. she calls up uh, Castellano uh, to question him on it. Uh, and Bill writes down, uh, don't worry, this judge always goes with the state's suggestion, something along those lines, uh, oh, sticks to the sentencing guidelines. Mm-hmm. Uh, which then prompts him, because uh, it looks like that could be a, a wrinkle in his plan uh, if that were to happen. He he jumps up and wants to speak, uh, and she allows it after some some back and forth. Um, and I did like she's like you got one of if not <laughs> the most generous plea, generous plea agreements I've seen in my all my years on the bench. Are you sure? Yeah. Do you want to open your mouth right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, Judge, I'm, I'm aware. So he begins to tell that story exactly how, like ex- note for note, mm-hmm. exactly how he started telling it in the uh, room with the prosecution and Marie. But he drops it and says, but it didn't last very long. Like, you know, he's, I was terrified, but not for long. Uh, that night I saw opportunity and then everybody's like, wait, what, what's, what, what's going on? Yeah. Everybody perks up and the judge starts to stop him. They go, they go into the consults. Um, Bill is like, Hey, can we, uh, let's like, can we put on the brakes here? Uh, no, it's not going to happen. Um, and also then Jimmy she says, says, I no offense, but uh, to, the, to the judge, no offense, but I know more about the law in this case than you do. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. know a little bit more about the law than you. And then uh, Bill offers, uh, says, Can I uh, resign this case? I don't want to be on this case anymore. Absolutely not. A not. Chance. Yeah. Not a chance. <laughs> um, so then they have him, before you say another word, uh, court deserves the truth. Um, she has him get sworn in. And then the judge warns him about perjury, obstruction, asks him about drugs, so that this is all like coming from a clean and sober, sane person. And then he looks back. He he does one look at Kim. It's like the barometer of how he's doing in this moment is is Kim. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is basically all for it's for an audience at this point. One, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's just. Stone faced, not impressed, not impressed up to this point. Uh, so then he's just like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I lied about everything with Kim. <laughs> I just said that to uh, to to get her here. The whole thing involvement with Howard Hamlin, blah 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 blah. Yeah, uh, that was all. I made that up. Scratch that. Scratch it from the record. Um, yeah, just said it to get her here and witness this. Um, I was more than a willing participant. I was indispensable. 
Uh, Walt would have been dead or behind bars within a month without me. Schrader, Gomi, many others would still be alive. Um, oh, yeah, Maria's in the courtroom, too, watching all of this. And uh, Blanco. Yes, yeah. Uh, Walt uh, couldn't have done it without me. You got that? To the, to the prosecution? Uh, <laughs> then things kind of devolve uh, a little bit inside the courtroom between the, the lawyers, like Bill Moose. Uh, Oakley moves to strike everything on speculation. She's like, but it's his experience. <laughs> things that happened to him. Uh, you're at one his point, lawyer. a little, yeah, yeah. You're his, at one point, uh, a little later, you hear him in the, uh, a little bit over all of the yelling, saying something along the lines of, no, he's describing actions that would have happened had he taken different actions. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, we have a couple different shots that are really was cool. this not speculation? <laughs> within within here um, yeah um uh, you had you had the shot with marie you had the shot with uh kim mm -hmm. uh i saw one of the, the the articles talking about how it's like framing her in the in the crosshairs uh mm -hmm. through the through the gates um there was that one cool shot where it's a shot from jimmy from below while he's incriminating himself and the judge is saying, please, you don't need to incriminate yourself. And then the uh, the prosecutor kind of pops up uh, just in the corner of the screen. Goes, I will, I would, he, yeah. please feel free to keep talking. I have no problem you with this. the floor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then he brings up uh, Howard. I'm sorry. Someone. No, no, I you hadn't gotten into it yet. Sorry. I yeah. jumped, almost uh, jumped in. Then he brings up Howard um, because he's still not really like hitting Kim. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're not getting the reactions that he wants, so he just keeps digging like more and more honest. Like he just keeps bringing it all, all up. Um, brings up Howard, how uh, Kim had the the guts to start over um, while he's the one that ran. He talks about Chuck and how he got his insurance canceled, taking away the one thing that he truly loved and the thing that he had, uh, which led to him ultimately killing himself, and how he's got to live with that. And there was that um, shot when he was talking about Chuck that like went through the uh, exit sign with the electricity mm -hmm. sort of sound. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. And I like when he brought up Chuck at, at the beginning. He's like, uh, and now, Judge, you, you actually might have known my brother Chuck, Charles McGill. Mm -hmm. I think it's no reaction. Yeah. <laughs> it just lets that hang there for a <laughs> yeah. second. Yeah. Uh, names. Oh, she calls him uh, Saul Goodman again. Uh, and his name's McGill. I'm James McGill. Uh, Kim looking, this is where she kind of, the, there's a shot with her and you see like the, she doesn't smile. She, it's not like she jumped up for joy or anything, but you saw like a weight come off mm -hmm. a little bit. No? Yeah. I'm feeling yeah. that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're watching the same show. Yes. Uh, and it, we go back to the, the lawyers you... arguing and things. Sorry. What are you? I just didn't want to leave the scene before we're done. You want to what? Uh, no, no, keep going. You're good. Uh, no, that's pretty much it. The uh, oh, Kim's okay. looking more at peace, and the lawyers are more arguing more. Uh, did you guys recognize that judge, by the way? She, she looked, looked familiar. familiar, right? She looked yes, familiar. Hundred percent. Her voice. She's got that very distinct voice. Uh, she's been much like every other character actor in the character actor corner. Has been in a million things. Uh, a lot of voiceover stuff. The thing that you might remember her from, if you uh, shave her head and put on a little scarf, she was Miss Rosa in Orange is the New Black. Oh! Checks out. There it is. Oh. 
That checks out. And that has been Brian's character actor corner. Last one. The last one. <laughs> last I'm one. Oh no! Yeah. Enjoy it. Oh man! I mean, I guess I could have brought up Rusty Schwimmer, the uh, the lawyer from the Central Florida Legal Services, but I'm not going to bring her up. Kind of nope. did though. No, nope, I, I decided not to. Bring I think her we're up. still we in the corner a little bit. Nope. Yeah. I think yeah, you might step out of the corner. I'm not, not going to yeah. bother mentioning Rusty Schwimmer. <laughs> Character actor corner. Somewhere <laughs> um, Rusty Schwimmer is listening and going. Oh, yes. <laughs> I was so close to being brought up. Yeah, <laughs> I think pretty sure my jingle is just American Family Insurance. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully you don't get sued. In fact, I won't even mention that Rusty Schwimmer was a Chicago actress, like so many of these characters. <laughs> Director. <laughs> not even gonna bring it up yeah uh and yeah that is that is that and then we get to another flashback flashback and it's it's chuck yep. uh we hear it in the in the dark did you ground yourself <laughs> yes <laughs> i did and then it's the shot of the lantern and then uh tilting tilting up uh and it's chuck uh, and it wasn't a wasn't a blue hue Chuck. We get our you know kind of more yeah. It wasn't a good eyebrows Chuck. It was regular <laughs> yeah. Chuck. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's Jimmy bringing him food as we've seen him do a bunch throughout that uh, earlier parts of the the series. Uh, you know I could hire someone from the office to do this. Yeah. No, I'm I'm doing it. Um, and he's like, do you want to stay? We could talk about your clients. And this is. Like he's doing these things for him. Like I don't want to rehash seasons one through three or so here yeah. and their their relationship, um, but it is such a weird relationship because uh, he's doing these things, but they're also they're not very close, and he's not looking to stay. He doesn't want to talk about anything. It's weird. Well, yeah, it it is. Well, and this is kind of a side of Chuck we kind of didn't see in those seasons where this is definitely earlier than when we caught them last time. And it does feel like Chuck is in his own way, kind of sincere and trying to reach out, you know, like he kind of was basically, but this is a little bit more pronounced, um, you know, so, and, and it's Jimmy who kind of, kind of, you know, inadvertently kind of dismisses, you know, the, the attempt at, you know, connection, you know, like the, the, the small little connection there. I, I feel like it really kind of, it casts Chuck in a slightly, different light you know kind of um or it, it it makes him feel much more genuine than i think he did like definitely the last several times we saw him yeah yeah yes absolutely mm-hmm. like this was Time-wise. his moment yeah his moment to try to reach out to jimmy and then jimmy knew like because yeah. of their past experiences was sort of not biting yeah, yeah exactly yeah had he bitten maybe that would be the one small thing that starts to change mm-hmm. yeah. change a little That's bit yeah it. Yeah, it was a sad, sweet little scene. I liked it. Mm-hmm. And I also yeah. was not expecting it either, so I was completely yeah. caught off yeah. yeah, I forgot about it, even though I did predict it in my mid-season <laughs> yeah. predictions. Mid-season the ghost! No, I wasn't the ghost. <laughs> Henley said the ghost. Oh, Henley said ghost. <laughs> I said we'd see Chuck, and I would not elaborate on it because <laughs> I didn't want to lose a point. <laughs> no more details. Uh, no more details right. except for Chuck. No, I don't see Chuck. I know it was a flashback, but since they are setting Christmas Carol, uh, Peter Gould is, you know. <laughs> yes. so oh, you I get a point, like too. Right, technically, I'll I get a point. Points, oh, points, points. Everybody gets points. You get a point. Um, yeah, and time-wise, this must have been, it sounds like it's very early, um, probably fairly soon after uh, this, he's left HHM, it seems, yeah. right? 
Yeah. Yeah. Because it's it's when he's he's a public defender. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And they're um, still working out the logistics of like what he's going to buy, how often he's going to come. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, like, that kind uh, of yeah. stuff. Yeah. 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 I did like the line of, I'm hoping you didn't steal that from a hotel ice machine. You can hope. <laughs> uh, and he has another line. If you, this is Chuck, if you don't like where you're heading, there's no shame in going back and changing your path. Uh, and what have you, what have you ever changed? Yeah. Like a weird reaction. <laughs> It, I, it is, but it's also, he's the one who, he's sitting in a house with no electricity getting his food delivered, like, Big and he's telling Jimmy, like, what he needs to do with his life. Like, I get yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, and, and consider the source, you know, like, when, you know, about the relationship and all that kind of stuff. I think it is Jimmy inevitably kind of conflating um, advice with judgment. Yeah. And and I think so much of what this last episode is about is him kind of breaking free of that, I think, in a way. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and we see Chuck grab a copy of The Time Machine, mm-hmm. the book. The book. So bring it all, all together. Um, then we have our one, one of the weirder scenes of the episode. Yeah, it's a little weird. Uh, a little weird. The bus ride to ADX Montrose, and you have the one guy. It's kind of like a, a mirroring the cab ride, uh, where you have him. Rec- you have Jeffy recognizing right. him, mm-hmm. um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, you are, you are, you're him. Um, better call Saul, and then it's all kind of getting around. Hey, it's better call Saul. Yeah, you back here. You're better call Saul. Better. So, <laughs> like the banging, which to me, uh, he's gonna be fine. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. gonna be. He's gonna, he's gonna be, be the king, a king of kings in there. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. not only is he that guy from the commercials, he's that criminal lawyer yeah. mm-hmm. from those commercials. So he is gonna be doing kind of like what the spinoff that I talked about last week. That I would watch that. Like if, if like ten years from now they wanted to do a like revisit the world, I would watch him be that Andy Dufresne that's helping these convicts um yeah that's what he's and it's almost like doing that. the opposite of a cop being put in jail like <laughs> yeah. right yeah. Yeah, so that's true yeah. absolutely yeah i also thought this scene was like after seeing everything in the home omaha um you know sequence of events going all the way back to season one about how terrified he was of being recognized and all this kind of stuff like this when combined with the you know the, the kind of flipping a sentence over and kind of, uh, you know, and getting the maxims in a way, like it's his like realization of like, in a way I'm free. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. like I can, th- mm-hmm. this is all I wanted to be recognized and to kind of be beloved basically. And here I am and I don't have to be ashamed of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's not even just, he can be him. All of those personalities are now him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Know? Uh, because yeah. he's he's arrested as as Gene, he becomes Jimmy, uh, and in court, or he comes Saul, and then in court he declares himself like, no, no, I'm Jimmy. Like, no, you are all of those, yeah. all of those people, whether you like it or not, you are who people see. The Holy you Trinity. As. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They can all be uh, the same thing. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, depending we, on how you promise. wield those those powers. <laughs> yeah. So better call Saul. Um, and then we see that he's he's got a sweet gig. You know, yeah. I know from watching prison shows, 
kitchen duties. Yeah. And he's doing the same thing he was doing, but he's not living Mm -hmm. in fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or getting paid for it. yeah. Or so, probably making Cinnabons, which is definitely a downgrade. But oh, we'll you know what? If he's got the ingredients there, I guarantee you those prisoners on you know, once in a while are getting some Cinnabons. Yeah, yeah, once in a while. Maybe it's like every like first Friday of the month it's Cinnabon Day mm-hmm. or something. He's king of kings in there, like you said. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we see that he's got the good relationship with the, the inmates. Hey, uh, um, McGill, your lawyer's here. So he goes in and he does the, hey, I got you. Yeah, and they're calling him mm-hmm. Saul. Yeah, which again kind of mirrors him in Cinnabon, where yeah. he left uh, and somebody came over. Like, don't you have to take lunch? Uh, somebody came right over and picked up for him. Yeah, a lot of little little fun things there. Um, so, how many of you? How many of you? There's four. There's three. <laughs> um, but who amongst us? I have not been knew that was going to be. <laughs> yeah. I just don't Toe want to hands. talk about. It. I legally can't. Yeah, non-disclosure. Who's a convict? Yeah, um, I, I, I was do? brought in just for a scared straight day, <laughs> and yeah. it's it's it scared me. So I was brought in straight. to elicit a confession from someone else. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So what I was going to ask is, who felt who knew that was going to be Kim? Oh yes, absolutely. I don't know if I necessarily did. I can't really. Oh, I had a strong I inclination. I mean, it could have been anybody, but I had a strong inclination that it was going to be, going to be Kim. It's uh, going to be so... either Kim or Chuck Ghost. Oh, Chuck Ghost. That would have been nice. That would have been perfect spot for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, my ghost lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, lawyer ghost. Wait. Mm. Which was I first? <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's Kim. And he says, how did you... Well, it turns out my... Uh, bar card doesn't have an expiration date so it doesn't seem like she's a lawyer again so much as she just has that card still right yeah yeah but she's Uh, dressing the part yeah yeah gotta play the part yeah she and she made a decision she's got a wave in her hair in her wig now (laughs) yeah Mm. (laughs) yep small but big change yeah Mm -hmm. uh yeah so she's not a lawyer got the card um and i i woke up a little be honest when she says hi jimmy a little bit Mm. Hi, Jimmy, because there was so much weight in that hi, yeah. Jimmy. So much in that hi, Jimmy. Uh, and Kim checks to see if anybody is close, kind of looking out the at the cell window and goes to her bag, gets a lighter and a cigarette. They go up against the wall. Uh, she she holds it up to uh, light it for him. Got the, the little little nervous, little shaky it's hands tremor. there. Grabs her. Grabs the her light was finger. red, by the way. Yeah, the light what? was in color. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the flames in color and the cigarette butt. What is it? What's, what's the the, uh, the flame? The, 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 the ro- we're a bunch of nerds. Smoky part. <laughs> yeah, the the hot part of the, the cigarette. Part. The cherry. Hot the part. cherry. Cherry. Yes. There the cherry is. and the flame were were in color. Uh, so there's still something something there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like a not not necessarily a hope for them. Uh, but to me, like, this is my interpretation, not necessarily a hope for them because they may never even see each other again after this, but just that they're still like, this is Jimmy and Kim. Yeah. You know, there, there's no more. And that tension is gone between them that we saw last episode Mm -hmm. and, and since the the mid season, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then you had them down the seven years. Yeah, I did. (laughs) <laughs> he said, he said, yeah, I did. Sure did. 
That's how good I am, kind of. Yep. Um, 86 years. 86 years. Um, yeah, well, good behavior. Good behavior. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Could be 75. Yeah. Eternal optimist. Eternal optimist. But, uh, yeah, that that yeah, I did that part where he's yeah. like, I could have had them down to seven. That wasn't the point. I'm just showing off that I could do it. Yeah, yeah. And then I and then I pulled it all the way back. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't need that seven years. <laughs> yeah. So it was yeah, life. Sure I still can. Life plus 190 down to 30 years down to seven years back up to 86 years. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, with good behavior, maybe he doesn't die in prison. Uh. Yeah, and then we talked about this already, but the the mirroring of that one yeah. of those first, if not the oh, first yeah, scenes with them. Yeah. Uh, but if you watch, you have like almost everything was reversed. Like the parts of them that were lit were mm-hmm. reversed. The direction of the lighting was reversed. The colors of clothing that they're wearing from dark and light was reversed. It was pretty pretty great. Pretty great shot. I love a bookend. Yeah, who doesn't love a bookend? I who also love a bookend feel like um, just because it's in black and white, it also felt very much like a movie that they would have been watching. Oh, sure. like To me, mm. I was getting that TCM sort of vibe. That's a good point. Yeah, that's a very good point. Oh, that's yeah. a good point. We have all these black and white scenes, I don't think we've ever mentioned that. Uh, that that's so perfect this one in particular yeah. just felt well, very much like an old movie yeah. the drama lighting and like her dark hair is right. like mm-hmm. it just it just looked a lot more like that than than I, any other of the scenes i felt that even more in the the next scene that we're going to talk about in a second honestly mm-hmm. um yeah no absolutely i love too that i don't 100 percent know what the um the, the 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 what what the bud being the only thing in color represents i kind of love the fact that it's kind of slippery to me i've seen i've you know sometimes i was thinking um well it's about like the spark kind of coming back into the relationship and then i saw someone else online saying like no it's actually about how all color is a window to the past so what this is saying is this is the last flash of their relationship she's never going to see him again and i'm like i can see both of those points i don't think there's a definite answer here because it's usually the commercials in this yep that are are in color right yep yeah, huh. yeah. Hmm. they never know they never know maybe not today uh, maybe not tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> maybe not ever right. mm-hmm. so kim is leaving the prison prisoners are out in the yard jimmy's jimmy's out there she gives a look to him and we get that that moment that got sam going with the finger guns, finger guns. Yeah. um and she gives one more look back Looks like as if she's kind of holding back um, more emotion than she's showing. Mm -hmm. And uh, they do this thing where it's just, they follow her and it, that's it. Uh, We show that there's like a wall and then it just blacks out. And then she's going to go have a a breakdown on a bus back to the parking (laughs) lot. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Who do you think, um, do you think she's going back? Like Michael, you talked about like they may never see each other again. But do you think she ever visits again? I don't Nothing, know. I don't think it matters because I don't think it's the point either. Um, yeah, I'm just curious what you think. I think I I don't know. I I I think she doesn't honestly because I was kind of thinking about how you know like that last shot basically where it kind of goes around the wall a little bit it's kind of like the book being closed on jimmy basically i know a wall's not a book i'm sorry but like like it it, it is kind of like the it, it's emphasizing the kind of disconnect like the turning a corner 
uh, yeah. I kind of think in a way. Um, but I can also see a point for like, no, it's Kim. Of course she's going to see him again. Maybe not every week or something, but she's going right. to see him again. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, the scene is so good. I the, It's got that uh, one of the last shots is the huge separation between them, him in the yard, mm-hmm. she in the in the passageway yeah. as they're just kind of staring at each other, which is, it's so good. Like this ending is, it felt like something like, you know, we were talking about old movies and like this felt like something out of like a 50s noir or something, um, you know, especially the, you know, like the, um, I was saying to somebody else, like it's it's this kind of like, I mean, this scene compared with the, the, in combined with the last scene, I would say as well, like it's got that kind of uh, sympathetic fatalism of like, um, well, you know what? I finally got what I deserved, you know, kind of thing, um, which is, 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 is so cool. And I even love the sound choice of like, they're in the yard and like the, 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 there's the basketball hoop that keeps getting hit over and over um, kind of as they're leaving. It's not aggressive, but it's just there in the background, almost just be like, yeah, the world is going on. The world doesn't really care what's happening here, you know, like, mm-hmm. which is also such a, such a kind of noir moment. Um, yeah. I love this so much. It's such a great ending yeah yeah and that's the end of the episode and the end of better call saul Hmm. huh how about it we did it we did it we did it guys uh winners and losers uh for this episode (laughs) for this episode i mean you can't help but bring in a lot of the things that you know either the previous however many 45 50 60 episodes whatever it's been um but mainly for this episode because we'll probably talk about winners and losers in our final final ep um let's do losers michael losers um i would say whoever was managing the bandwidth for the amc plus app on Monday night. <laughs> i meant to bring it up in the opening oh because that was no bueno because i was offline for a full hour um no i'm just kidding i'm send them to belize (laughs) i'm 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 just kidding it's fine please nobody get fired or anything it's it's fine (laughs) things are hard right now i totally get it no it's fine yeah at least they didn't Um, do one of those um intern blaming things that these companies (laughs) like to do oh yeah they do Mm -hmm. But I will say, like, put something on your social media to let people know, yeah. like, yes, we're aware. There's a problem. Like, there was radio silence for an hour. I was like, guys, come on. Wow. Yeah. Um, no, but for real, I'm actually going to say loser, kind of Bill Oakley, because he gets offered <laughs> yeah. this, you know, he gets offered kind of a plum deal. And, yeah. uh, you know, to be coke, and then it just kind of blows up. Jimmy kind of blows it up. You might even, his takeaway might even be just like, he did, did he do this on purpose? You know, like, and... <laughs> Not all at once, but, uh, you know, damage kind of done a little bit. This was not the boost to his career that I think he thought it was going to be. That was a no-win yeah. situation. Yeah. 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 Brian. Uh, my loser My loser is going to be Jeffy. Uh, Jeffy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the whole yeah. point of uh, Gene going over to Marion's was to get Jeffy mm. out on bail. And now Jeffy's just sitting in that, uh, in that precinct uh, waiting for somebody to come help him. <laughs> uh, it's never going to happen. Marion's going to show up at some point, but she's not yeah, going to yeah. be happy, and and everything fell apart. Uh, and so, Gene, he's he's attached to Gene now. Yeah, uh, nothing good. Say, yeah, nothing good came out of Jeffy's situation. No. Is, is he Jeffy started. our? He did start it. 
Is Jeffy our Huel now for this show? Oh, Jeffy's our Huel. It's like, did he get out? Did he get out? What happened, guys? <laughs> yep, Sam. I was gonna say Bill Oakley, but um, I don't want to repeat. So I'm gonna say uh, Kim's coworker, who's now gonna go to Red Lobster for their birthday uh, again because they could have went to that Middle Eastern restaurant, and I bet it was better. I have, yeah, I have no doubt believing that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I can get down with some Red Lobster. Don't get me wrong. It's- it's yeah, it's fine. Better Bay biscuits, Better that Bay shrimp biscuits. scampi, but I'm oh, sure this man. Middle Eastern restaurant was better. All right, now I actually, love. yeah, now I am actually hungry for the Red Lobster. Actually, right. let's go. <laughs> we'll do both. Uh, Oakley, Oakley, two was my loser, um, but I'll go with uh, the um, what the hell's his name? Uh, the Gary from the security office. Mm. When I, I was calling him Gary. I don't remember the Frank. Was it Frank? <laughs> I, think it was, I think it was Frank. Yeah. Wait, what security uh, office? Oh, you mean Cinda? Yeah, Cinda. Cinda. Oh, Cinda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. In the mall. Jerry, Gary, Frank. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Because um, I think of him as uh, what's his face from Parks and Parks and oh, Rec, and they okay. had like three names for him. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he lost a friend. He, yeah. He lost some Cinnabons. And he's probably going to realize who it was and like be yeah. like, what mm-hmm. the shit? Yeah. yeah, he's like, wait, was he doing this the whole time just yeah. to? Oh yeah, my god! Be, I imagine there's going to be some Omaha fallout. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and winners, Sam. I'm going to say Marion because she mm-hmm. got him, and she's going to yeah. be so fucking satisfied. She's telling that story every day. Yeah. Yeah, the guy at the dough is going to be hearing that one. Mm-hmm. And the guy who's trying to help her to get something off the shelf. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, Dell is not going to give her too much or too little ever again. No, <laughs> ever again. If it's too much, anyone it's in free, anyone will get turned in. <laughs> yeah, uh, Brian. Uh, this is kind of corny, but I'm going to say us, uh, <laughs> both as a podcast and as fans of the show. Uh, they they nailed the landing on this. Mm-hmm. Family. Uh, loved it. Yep, yep. Brought up and just the Brian Michael. My answer was also going to be us, actually. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I agree so much with that. So I'm going to go and say, you know, the FBI, I guess, because <laughs> um, Walt's dead. Jesse's right missing. Now in the real world. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, well, I mean, you know, um, uh, um, you know, Skylar cut a deal. So that's got to be kind of less satisfying for them. But like, you know, Jimmy got 86 years and that kind of, closes the book basically on on what happened everybody else is kind of gone or dead or they cut a deal or everything and jimmy did the opposite of cutting a deal basically so <laughs> i think that's 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 a that's a win on their board i think so good for them you know um yeah i don't i don't mean to be the like yeah cops are awesome guy like but um you know yeah, I'll, 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 I'll give it to the fbi this once yeah they, they got their man yeah they did uh my winner was going to be marion uh, so I second second that seal of approval. Uh, I'm going to go with Jimmy yeah. uh, uh, here. Um, I think there's a lot of reasons which we saw. Like he, there was a shred of we saw shreds of humanity throughout these mm-hmm. last couple episodes uh, when he didn't do anything nasty with uh, Marion and just like took it took it on the chin and made a run for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and when he. Uh, of course, in court, and had this plan to face the music, uh, mm-hmm. mainly for for Kim. 
and get her out of get her completely out of trouble and show her that you know he still was a a decent decent person um i should also my side winner would be all those prisoners who are yeah. now going to get free legal advice yeah. uh, to help them with their with their cases yep all right uh any other um, thoughts yeah oh for my <laughs> i hate to go back to my character actor corner did i say the actress's name i don't think i did it's barbara rosenblatt play the judge ah mm. thank you okay from, right. from orange is the new black i feel bad <laughs> you said not, not, uh rusty said, schwimmer's name well, i didn't bring her up several though. times <laughs> it's a great name right <laughs> yeah, it is. It's very, and it's memorable it yeah. is yeah yeah um, orange is the new black yep just real quick, I wanted to point out there were two bumpers, uh, one at the beginning of the show, one at the end of the show, and the beginning was the end now. Um, but like it was there was a, uh, a tour coats. of uh, all the Jimmy Coats basically mm -hmm. with one empty hanger. And then the last bumper was same tour, but now his prison jumper was on the last was mm -hmm. on the last hanger. I thought mm -hmm. that was really cool. That was yeah. cute. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to I'm sure they're probably going to be available, but that's something that I would get like in a 11 by 17 is just those an image of those all those coats showing Ooh, the progression yeah. i think it'd be yeah. nice to have and signed Good for vision. that matter yeah all right so then that will do it for this <gasps> final regular season oh, episode wow, of breaking goodman a better call Saul podcast after seven <laughs> years of, oh, of doing wow. this doing wow. the show but we will be back we'll have the we'll save the goodbyes until uh for that final final episode to be dated <laughs> i don't yeah, so I, I don't know how to tell you this right. guys but my cat just jumped off the desk almost to be like i'm done listening yeah. <laughs> much like they most just, of our listeners they just yeah. jumped off their desks <laughs> yeah. um but as far as the regular season of things goes uh, i do want to say thank you to michael thank you to brian thank you to sam uh for going through this entire show over the last seven plus ish years or so that we've been doing it. It's been a good time. Love, love the show, but I love talking about it with each of you each time that it's been, been on. So thank you for, for that. And thanks to all the listeners, of course, for giving us a reason to keep talking. Yeah. So <laughs> finger guns. I yes. would say it's been, I would say it's been a pleasure and it has to miss. <laughs> So it's not quite time to call for our extraction uh, just yet, to call Ed. Uh, we'll be back for one more episode soon. Uh, but so for we'll now, the, thank you. We'll that one more time. One, one more, more time. One more time. Uh, thank you, Michael. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sam. And thank you all for listening. Bye. Sip that shit. Sip that, that shit. shit. Oh.